Parashas Tvarim is the beginning of the fifth and final book of the Torah. The Sefer called Tvarim. And we understand that the meaning of a name isn't just the fact that it happens to be one of the opening words of the Sefer. It must be something indicative of the message that we meant to learn from Chumash Tvarim. So let's try and understand What's the message of Moshe's lesson to us in Chumash Tvarim? And really, if we look at the Sefer, we see three themes which repeat themselves time and again throughout Chumash Tvarim. The first one is Moshe's preparing the Jewish people to go into Eretz Yisrael. This was his final Musa lesson, this was his final words of encouragement before Kai Yisrael would make the journey into Eretz Yisrael. That's the first theme of Sefer Dvarim. The second theme of Sefer Dvarim is the repetition of the Kabbalah Satayra and the Mitzvahs. Dvarim also has the name Mishneh Torah, that it's a repeat of many parts of the fundamentals of the Halachas of the Torah, of receiving the Torah. And then the last and final part of refers to reward and punishment. The brachas and the kalas, the predictions of what's going to happen to the Jewish people in the future, culminating with Hazino and Rezai Sabrach. Now, these three concepts, Eretz Yisrael, Kabbalah Satara, and future reward and punishment, really come together. There's a very famous Gemara in Brachas and Tafhei, and the Gemara says, Tanya Rabbi Shimon Bayechai Oimeh. We have a quote from Rabbi Shimon Bayechai, and he says, there were three Matanois Taivos that HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave the Jewish people. There were three good gifts that Hashem gave the Jewish people. And all three of them were only given through Yisur. And they are Torah, Eretz Yisrael, and Olam Abba. Why is it like that? If Hashem wants to give us a gift, why is it that the only way we can realize that gift is through Yisurim. And let's ask another question as well. What's the difference between a Matana and a Matana Taiva? If we say Hashem gave us three gifts, what's the difference between that and saying Hashem gave us three good gifts? What's the Matana Taiva? Historically, we see it's true. Historically, we know the Jewish people were about to receive the Luchas. They were about to receive the Torah. It was on the 40th day of Moshe's waiting in Har Sinai to be taught the Torah. And then there's a tragedy called Chata And as a result, those first Luchas are smashed. And the Yisurim, punishment. And it's a long process until the Jewish people receive the Torah again. Similarly, when it came to entering Eretz Yisrael, we were right there. We were on the border. 
We were about to cross into Eretz Yisrael when there was a second tragedy called the Miraglim. And as a result of the spies, the Jewish people did not go into Israel. Their plan was abandoned. The Jewish people wandered for 40 years in the desert. Their entire generation died. Until it was the second generation. The generation of their children who were zeichet to eventually enter Israel. And I Well, we're still on that journey. The long trail of the Jewish people and all the suffering and pain and difficulty that Klai Israel's experienced has all been part of our journey to Adam Abba. So we see that neither the Torah, nor Eretz Yisrael, nor Adam Abba came without Yisrael. But the question is why? Why does it have to be like that? But here also we have a question. It's true historically, Klai Yisrael were wrong. They were Nechshal Egel. And that's why the original time we meant to get the Torah never materialized. It's true, Kali Yisrael were wrong. And they sinned by believing the miraculous. And that's why they never went into Eretz Yisrael. But the understanding of what Rabshul Bayechai says, it's mashma that that's the way it's set up to be. The HaKadosh Baruch doesn't give these three gifts to Tati Surin. And that's what we're trying to understand. Why is it like that? So really, if we look at the Psukim that the Gemara brings for each one, we'll see that it's not the same kind of Yusurim, which are necessary for a person to be Zechah to Torah, Teres Yisrael, or Torah Mubah. As an example, when it's talking about how do we know that Eretz Yisrael is acquired through Yisurim, so the Gemara brings the Pasuk in Pashas Eke. And the Pasuk is talking about the experience in the desert. And it says, He afflicted you and he gave you the man. And you should know that everything Hashem did for you was the way that a father would chastise his son. That's talking about the experience in the Midbar. Yes, later on the Pasuk says, Hashem will bring you to Eretz Toiv, Hashem will bring you to a good land, Eretz Yisrael. But the Yisurim weren't about coming into Eretz Yisrael. The Yisurim were about their experience in the Midbar. And from here we learn our first rule. And that is, why is Eretz Yisrael nicknamed Yisurim? Why does it have to be like that? And the answer is because, like Rav Shem says, there was Shlosha Matanos Toivos. This was a good gift. And we asked, what's a Matanos Toiva? And the answer is, they're gifts which a person might not appreciate that they're a gift. A Matanos Toiva is a gift that a person appreciates as good. And when does a person appreciate Eretz Yisrael as good? When does a, a person appreciate Eretz Yisrael as a gift? And the answer is when he was unhappy in Goddess. When he suffered in Chutzlaret. Then he'll appreciate Eretz Yisrael. But when a person was happy, was content, was satisfied in Chutzlaret, 
So yes, it's a change of location. But he doesn't appreciate Eretz Yisrael. Where does the Torah teach us to us? So it tells us about the story of the Miraglim. When the spies went in to spy out Eretz Yisrael, they came back with a negative report. Why? Because they were completely happy in the desert. And everything they needed, maybe they thought it would even be better for them in the desert. And so, they didn't see the need to go into Eretz Yisrael. There was nothing pushing them to move. So they weren't zaykhah for the gift of Eretz Yisrael. But after Klai Yisrael had been in the Midbar for 40 years, they'd watched an entire generation die there. They were desperate to get out of the Midbar. Then they've had the Yisurim, which means they're no longer content where they are. And now they can be zaykhah to get Eretz Yisrael. Because now when they go into Eretz Yisrael, they'll appreciate it as an Eretz Torah. That's the first level, the first gift Hashem gives us. And it's only through the Yisurim, it's only through the difficulty of not having it, that we value what it is, and then we can be zaykhah to that gift. The second is Zayla Mabah. This is well known, it's the famous Ramchal. Why does a person need Yisurim to get Ayla Mabba? This is a different kind of Yisurim. And we know famously that Ramchal teaches us that if since Hashem created a person, as we know, to do good to the person, and the good that Hashem wants to give the person is Ayla Mabba. So why does Hashem create him in Ayla Mazeh? Why challenge him? Why give him difficulties? And the Ramchal's famous answer, if we would just be given Ayla Mabba, it would be a gift, an undeserved gift. It would be a handout. We would feel like beggars. We would feel like recipients of something we don't deserve and never could deserve. And that's why Kaddish Baruch Hu gives us this world first. And the challenges and the nisyanis. And the difficulties we have to overcome are what entitle us to enjoy Yolam Abba. Because now something in some way we've deserved. Something in some way we've been zaykhah to. And that's why. For Yolam Abba to be a matana tova, to be a gift which we appreciate, a good gift, it's only after we've deserved Yolam Abba. If it would come without deserving, it would be a matana, but it wouldn't be taiba. Of course. Ayla Mabba is a tremendous schus. But we wouldn't appreciate it. We'd feel embarrassed by it. And that's how when a person first has the Yisurim in this world, a person first has to overcome all the Nisyan Hashem puts in front of them, then that's how they coin Ayla Mabba. And the last step is the Torah. Gemara brings the pasuk. And this is talking about a different kind of Yisrael. This is talking about a different kind of Yisrael. Why is it necessary for there to be Yisrael to learn Torah? 
And the answer is, through Torah, as we know, is the Chachma of Hashem. The Torah, as the Apostle teaches us, is Amukim Minayam, it's deeper than the sea. But let me ask you, Rabbi, what's going to convince a person to plumb the depths of Torah? What's going to convince a person to try and understand things on a deeper level? It's only because there's something which doesn't make sense to him. There's something he doesn't understand. He has a question. And now, that's going to push him to look for an answer, to understand deeper, to resolve what doesn't make sense. Or when there's a discussion between two chavrusas, and there's a disagreement to what the Torah is really saying. So that's going to push each one to understand his position better, to find proof for it. If a person would learn, everything would be straightforward. He thought he understood on the spot. He would never come to a deep understanding. Or whatever his initial understanding would be, he'd be satisfied with that. And he'd never get to appreciate how much more depth in the Torah there really is. The Torah is a matana. The Torah is a gift. But to fully appreciate that gift is only when a person extends himself, applies himself to understand deeper, to understand more, and see how much depth, at least how much more depth we are able to be aware of, which is in the Torah. And what pushes the person to try and understand more? What pushes the person to try and think deeper? Yisurim. Things don't make sense, like the Medrash says in the beginning of Tanchum of Pashas Nayach. When a person is and he doesn't understand, and he has questions and he can't resolve them, so he has to think and he has to sit and work on it, until eventually he comes to a deeper understanding, a more profound understanding, and then he can understand the gift of Torah so much more. So we've seen, it's magnificent, what Rabshim Bayechai is telling us. There were three matanas tovahs that HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave the Jewish people. But the way to be coined these matanas, the Derech HaKinyan, is Dafka 3 Yisuri. Eretz Yisrael, by appreciating the contrast, what, what's wrong with Chutzlaretz and what Eretz Yisrael can give a person, then it's not just another change of locale, another place to live, then it becomes a place where a person appreciates the gift of Eretz Yisrael. Because like we saw, is the result of our effort in deserving it. And Torah, because the depth of one's learning comes from the difficulty that presented themselves that he had to explain. That he had to pushes him to understand better. So it's Lechatchila. It's Lechatchila, the way to get these three gifts. That there should be Matana Yistoyvos, it's through Yisurim. But now here we come to the important point. And this is the lesson that Moshe is teaching the Jewish people. Yes, each of these things need Yisurim. But they're different kinds of Yisurim. There are different ways that a person can get those Yisurim. They are Yisurim which are a person undertakes on their own, so to speak, as part of what they want to achieve. And they are Yisurim which come as punishments. And that's the contrast. Let's look back at these three points. Let's start with the Miragli. 
What happened to Klai Yisrael is on their initial journey towards Eretz Yisrael, they didn't appreciate it. They thought they'd be better off in the Midbar or, or even better off going back to Mitzrayim. They didn't deserve Eretz Yisrael at that stage and they deserved to be punished. And the punishment was you're going to wander in this desert for years. You're going to all die in this desert. You're going to be longing to get out of this desert. Then the Yisurim of being where you are will want you to get out of Israel. That's what they did experience. But what should they have experienced? It says Moshe Rabbeinu at the beginning of this week's passion. It was an 11-day journey from Chorev until HaKadosh Barnei to the border of Israel. And that 11-day journey you did in three days. Why? Because you were meant to see from that. Look how HaKadosh Baruch is desperate to bring you to Israel. Look how much he doesn't want you to remain in the midbar even a day longer than you need to. And if you would have appreciated that, you would have appreciated how much it's important to get out of Israel, taking the cue from Hashem, then that would have given you the feeling of we're dissatisfied in the midbar. We had appreciated Israel, Yisrael, then we would have been kind of that matana table right away. And the same thing when it comes to the Chet Egan. Yes, Chai Yisrael never got the Torah. We suffered. We were punished. We only got the Luchas But here again, Moshe, Pashas Akef, he points the finger. And he says, what was the reason why Chai Yisrael sinned by the Egan? You know, the Bani Musa will tell us, I heard it from Revolu, but I saw it in others, Bani Musa as well. Because after Matan Torah, Klai Yisrael felt satisfied. We've reached the zenith. We will cover the Torah. And now, we, now we, we've reached the peak, a plateau. We weren't pushing ourselves hard to achieve more. And once we're going to cap our efforts to learn Torah at a certain point, so then... We aren't zaykhah to makabal the Torah. If we're not going to apply ourselves and put in the yusurim and the effort to try and learn more and more, better and better, deeper and deeper, we don't deserve to get a Torah. And it was only after the mistake of Egil Azov, and now for the 40 days of Elul until the Kiva Klaus were pushing themselves to work harder, to deserve a second time, a second opportunity to get the Torah, oh, that's the right mindset, that's the right framework where they're going to get the Torah. And what could have been? Moshe says to Klai Yisrael Pashzaychev, while you were waiting at ease for me to bring the luchas down, you should know, those 40 days, I was putting in the ultimate effort. I was sacrificing myself in the most real way. For 40 days, I didn't eat, I didn't drink, I didn't sleep. I was putting in maximum effort to try and become Makabal the Torah. That's the Yisurim which a person's Makabal Torah with. That's what Moshe was there to Makabal the Torah. And Klai Yisrael, you will only be Makabal the Torah when you put in that effort as well. And if we be like Atchila, then we'll have to come about the effort of trying to regain the Torah after having lost it from the egg. And the last point as well. The journey that Klai Yisrael are traveling towards we are at the time of year now. 
We talk about destruction. We talk about suffering. We talk about the pain and the torture and the difficult times that Klaishal has been through. It's been a very long journey. There's been tremendous history along the way. And it didn't need to be like that either. In Pashas Nitzavim, after telling us the brachas and the klolos, what's going to happen to us if we obey the Torah and all the klolos which we were threatened with if we don't obey the Torah, all the klolos which we saw come into fruition throughout the many times of Jewish suffering. And when Klaishal heard that at the foot of our Sinai, says the Midrash in Sport Rashi, their faces start to turn color. Who can survive such a threat, such terrible punishments? And Moshe says to Jewish people, You're standing today. And what's the inference of today? Say Chazat. It should not. Well, just like Hayoim, just like today, is first dark and then light, same thing. Your journey will first be difficult with difficulty. But it will end off a light. It will end off with a period of of, ha- of happiness, of corresponding. That's what we say to And the question is asked. The point of this course is to try and scare them. Moshe succeeded. Their faces changed color. So why is he trying to mechazek them? And the answer is, that's all that's needed. If we're sufficiently determined not to do our various because we're scared of the punishments we're being threatened, that's the point we want to get to. Where the Yisurim, which bring a person to Olam Abba, the Yisurim of being Oemi bin Yisurim, the Yisurim of overcoming the Yat Sahara. And if we're sufficiently motivated to do that, we don't need other Yisurim. We don't need the Yisurim of the Inquisition and the Cossacks and the Crusaders and the Holocaust. We only need those Yisurim. When we didn't accept upon ourselves the Yisurim of being overcoming with the Yat Sahara. Yes, there were three gifts, but they're meant to be understood as Matanos Tovas. Gifts we have to appreciate. And there's two ways to come to that appreciation. The one is if we appreciate it Mirosh. We value what Eretz Yisrael has more than Chutzlaret. And we don't need Yusurim in Chutzlaret. We willing to apply ourselves and putting effort to learning Torah. And we don't need Yusurim to make us learn Torah. We willing to fight the Yetzirah we stand in an Islam to get Olam Abba. And we don't need the going to provide those Yusurim. Perhaps coming back to where we began. And that's why the name of the Sefer is Sefer Dvarim. Moshe is telling us the three gifts which he describes in Sefer Dvarim. Eretz Yisrael, the Torah, and Olam Abba. It needs Yisurim to get them. But the Yisurim can be the Dvarim. can be the words. If a person takes the message, that's already good enough. Perhaps this is also why Tishabav is always in the week of fascist Dvarim. So that provides us the contrast. There's the roots to Eretz Yisrael, Torah, and Olam Abba, which comes through the Dvarim. 
comes through the wisdom, comes through the warnings, comes through the direction of Moshe Rabbeinu. And unfortunately, there's a second route which comes through Tishabah, which comes through the trail of destruction and persecution which we've experienced. They both bring to the same usage, the same end point. There are two routes which will bring us to the eventual point. I have a deep understanding of Torah. Being worthy to Aris Yisrael. And where is Hashem being Zechitah Lamaba?